Welcome to the Kidmen Huddle, part of the Kids Matter Podcast Network. Gather round, Kidmen leaders, and be encouraged and equipped as you build the kingdom. Now here's your host, Amber Pike. Welcome back to the Kidmen Huddle from a unfortunately longer than intended little break. Time has just gotten away from me, so I'm behind on podcasts, but I have a good one. I've planned. So this month in Kidman Academy, I am the faculty member this month. We're on family ministry. And a lot of people were asking about how do you resource families when you're on a budget? Now, I am so extremely blessed where I have a wonderful budget at my church. I can buy the things that I need, the things that I want to send home. Um, for instance, one of our lessons, a new one that we were doing, needed a puppet. So no big deal. I completely bought a chicken puppet just for one lesson. And we'll use it again so it's not wasteful. But I have that. Um, and I'm so, so very thankful. But not every church does. So what do you do if you're on a budget? I've got a couple of tips for you because I'm also, the, while I have a budget, I'm, I'm a DIYer. Uh, I, get, I get really creative. So the first thing, the easiest thing, is to find a friend. So many churches want to pass on their VBS curriculum or their Sunday school curriculum or their leftover decor resources. Find a local church. Um, I use Answers VBS, and I honestly struggle to find someone to give it away to. And I want to completely give it away. You can have every single thing that I have left over um, which sometimes includes like a lot of great take homes. It's, you know, there's there's posters and um, like little trinkety things, and sometimes there's iron-on transfers and postcards and da 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 da. It's too difficult for me to ship though. When you're looking at those big old, I don't know, they're like five or six foot long posters that will not roll back up in the box. You know, the scene setters. I can't ship that. So I need someone local-ish or someone that wants to drive to get it. And for the last couple of years, I've not found someone. Thankfully, this year I did. I found someone about 30 minutes away and I was able to bless that church with everything that we had. So that's a really great option if you have little or no budget. Now, you're not going to necessarily be doing the most current year, though if you stagger your VBS, you totally could. Um, So there'd be less things to purchase. Usually curriculum providers don't have as many extras for previous year's VBS, but it's definitely going to save you a good chunk of change by using a VBS or Sunday school curriculum or whatever that was gifted to you from another church. So flip side, if you're a church that is buying and has resources, consider giving it away. Try to find a church that you can bless with this. Another idea is there are lots of freebies out there, um, especially if you're looking for activities. Think screen games or sample lessons or resources that you're sending home, you know, like discipleship resources. Um, Just a couple of options to check out. Um, We give away freebies in every issue of Kids Matter magazine. We have freebies on kidsmatter.com. Um, and randomly throughout, there'll be deals and stuff like that going on. You never, you never know what's going to happen. So make sure you're regularly checking out kidsmatter.com. But there are other sites out there too. Casey Curriculum by Corinne Noble. She has a freebie, I think, every Friday. 
Deeper Kidman, um, I think Vanessa Myers does, Children's Ministry Deals, a lot of these places, if you sign up on their mailing list to where you're getting their regular emails, they're going to be giving you some awesome free things that you can use just for being part of part of their subscription list. Now with this, freebies are awesome. I love free things. But don't sacrifice on the quality because of the price. So just because something is free doesn't necessarily mean that it's awesome, that it fits your needs, that it looks professional, you know, all of that. So make sure what you're using is quality. It's meeting the need. It's not just because it's cheap. Number three on a budget is decide what gets the priority. What's your priority in ministry? If you are are feeling passionate and spirit-led to really spend your resources on family discipleship, on getting mom and dad leading in the home, then that's where your budget needs to go. So maybe there are other things that you could sacrifice. Maybe you could do less goldfish or less candy. Maybe you need to do um, less decorations. You know, decide what gets priority and then budget accordingly. Um, Most likely, and if not, you should, you have a family budget, right? You're telling your money where it's going at your home, in your personal life. Well, your ministry should be no different unless it's like an endless well and then you go for it. But tell your money where it's going. How much are you going to spend on VBS? And don't go over it. How much are you spending on lessons, on family discipleship or da 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 Decide what gets priority and then let your budget reflect that. Option number four is ask for donations. Um, Maybe you have specific items you need for VBS and you can make a cool donation board where people could get an envelope or a slip of paper that has exactly what you need. Maybe you're going to make an Amazon wish list and you send it out to your church family and they can buy things. Maybe you need candy for the fall festival and so you run a bulletin announcement and you put out a big bucket to collect it in. All of these things are great options. Um... With donations, too, think about maybe camp and children needing to be sent to camp. Camp's expensive. I love camp, though. Um, But some families can't afford $300-ish. Now, think of your families that have multiple kids. We have one family. They've got three out of four kids going to summer camp. That's $900 all due at the same time. That's a big chunk of change. So maybe there are people in your congregation that really have a heart for kids. And you could ask them to secretively sponsor a child. Maybe have older congregation members that don't have young kids. Um, We actually have kind of an unofficial list at our church of people we know we can go to that want to help make sure kids go to church or go to church camp. Um, There are people who have that heart and that passion that want to make sure that kids don't go without for events, for, you know, church functions, camp all of those things. So ask for it. If there's a need, ask for it. Number five, use resources in your congregation. And I'm talking about the people here. Do you have a dad who's awesome at woodworking? Can they make you, you know, whatever you need? We had one year, we needed wooden arcs for a craft for an ocean commotion VBS for Noah's Ark. And I had a grandpa make them all and they rocked. 
we had a guy a couple weeks ago at my church. He's like, hey, do you need any syrups for vacation Bible school? Could you use like some chocolate sauce? I work at a factory and I can get it to you for free. Why, yes. Yes, I do. That's awesome. Also thinking about maybe doing a human Sunday. Who knows? Find, find what the people in your congregation, what their skills are, what their resources are. Um, maybe you have someone who has a llama that they would love to bring it to VBS that matches with your theme. I don't know. Get creative. But you have people in your congregation with the skills and the resources that you might need. Number six, um, and the last one, it's a, it's a short list, but it's a good list. Get creative. Now, I joke because if you, if you saw my office and my resource room at church, you'd be like, wow, she has a lot of stuff. And I do because I teach kids, right? So why would I get rid of the box of pool noodles or the giant snow globe that I made for winter? You know, I have a lot of stuff. I have toys and games and decorations and so much craft stuff. And people like to just give me stuff. They're like, hey, I just cleaned out my house. You may have this box of paint. I'm like, cool, free paint. But get creative. Maybe you can do without or switch up the lesson to use up things you have. That's actually one of my best family discipleship resources was created. And and subsequently, the book that I wrote, the family cookbook devotional, was created out of a need to use up something in my office. One year for VBS, we needed pizza boxes. So we ordered the pizza boxes and we didn't use all of them. And I just every year kept looking at, man, what am I going to do with these pizza boxes? I need them to move out of here. So I created a pizza family devotional kit and sent it home in it. It was a huge hit. It got families in the Word of God together having fun, but most, not most importantly. Um, So in addition, it used up those pizza boxes. We have a little lady in our church. She's, um, I believe, a widow. She lives alone and doesn't cook a bunch. She eats those kind of little microwavable meals. And she is the sweetest thing. And she saves me all of those little plastic trays. And she can't navigate the steps usually to find me. You know, I'm running around with the kids at church. But she has someone bring them to me every so often. And she'll give me a stack of 20 to 40 little microwavable plastic trays. You know what those things are perfect for? Paint or glue or beads or sequins or whatever. We use those and I don't feel guilty about tossing them when they get yucky. It's a great way to recycle. Plus, think about what it's doing for her. She has that feeling of involvement that she's getting to help. She's making a difference just by washing out and saving me her little plastic meal trays. Um, Get creative with your decorations. I love to go all out at VBS. I think decorating for Vacation Bible School makes it really fun. But I get creative. The bulk of my decorations are homemade. And because of that, I keep it from year to year because it can be reused. That's another there. So there's like what 6.1 sub sub point is save stuff and find out how you can multipurpose it. For example, when we did the incredible race vacation Bible school, we had a ziggurat. It was themed um, the tower of Babel. So we had a ziggurat and I made it out of these really huge pieces of cardboard. So the next year we did mystery Island and we needed a volcano Well, I turned my ziggurat around and I created a volcano on the back and I changed the top and put out, you know, some like deco mesh and 
red tablecloths and I made like lava coming out, but I got to use both sides. So how can you multi-purpose your decorations? I literally legitimately have a couple of boxes of cut tablecloths that are my jungle vines. Dollar tablecloth packs now dollar and 25 cents. Um, they get cut as my jungle vines and I keep them. Why? Because they're still in fine shape. And do you know how many vacation Bible schools need jungle vines of some sort? So many. So I have boxes of them. I keep them. Um, cardboard. Cardboard is your friend. Say it with me. Cardboard is my friend. So many vacation Bible school lesson decorations, they can all be made out of cardboard. Um, I believe if you go to my website, amberpike.org, it will link you to a tutorial I did for Answers in Genesis on making cardboard decoration. But it is so super simple. You can literally Google the photos if you want, or it comes with your curriculum. You hook up a projector to your computer, your phone, however you're doing it, and you trace it on the cardboard. You do almost like a paint by numbers kind of thing. You look at your picture, paint it, outline it in black, cut it out, and you have a super awesome vacation Bible school or classroom decoration. Um, you can get free cardboard so easily. My big tip is to find a friend in the maintenance department at a hospital. That's where my dad used to work, and he could get me the coolest, largest cardboard. One time there was a box that would have fit like our whole youth group in it. It was huge. Good cardboard. Furniture stores are another great resource. Um, lighting stores, automotive places, anyone that has large things coming in. Big sheets of cardboard. But small cardboard works for stuff, too. You know, not everything has to be giant. So if I get a decent-sized box from Amazon, and I'm a Kidman leader, there's a lot of boxes from Amazon <laughs> I keep it and I make something out of it. So think about what can you, what can you do yourself? Um, and not just decorations. So could you create an activity for the lesson? Could you make up your own game um, instead of spending money? Another creative tool is Canva. I spend a lot of time on Canva. I can make screen games on Canva. I can design flyers, uh, postcards. Um, maybe signs. I, I've made banners. I actually just today finished our prayer resource, not a resource board, but it's a prayer board. We're inviting congregation members to select a child to intentionally pray for over the summer. And I made this really cool board. My husband made me a cool frame. So all we had to spend was just the money for a two by four. And then we used everything else that we had. And I bought some itty bitty clothespins from Dollar Tree. So inexpensive project, but it looks really, really cool. I went to Canva and I made a banner that just says pray. And then on that same color scheme on Canva, I made a sign with instructions. And then I made a paper that will go home with different prayer prompts. So I made a really cool, great looking, so much better than like just a piece of paper, you know, I made it look really nice. I invested the time to show the importance of this activity and it hardly cost me a thing. Canva is amazing. You can get um, a free subscription where a lot of things are free, but they also offer, um, sometimes you can get a free subscription to Canva Pro, which unlocks a lot more features if you are a nonprofit. So Canva, Canva is a great tool when you're talking about getting creative. 
Um, just a couple of other random thoughts. Use your teens. Teens can help in so many ways. Um, I have one team who she loves to come and help me paint stuff for vacation Bible school. Um, they can help lead lessons and, you know, fill, fill needs. Um, save what can be saved. Reuse, repurpose, and then rework. Sometimes I will rework a game or a lesson or an activity or whatever if I don't have the right stuff. If it's, in my mind, the cost isn't worth what the activity is, I'll rework it. I get creative. I'm like, okay, what do we have? What can we do? What serves my purpose with what I have? Um, Another thing is on lessons. Curriculum's expensive at times. Um, But it's important, right? We have to have lessons. We need to know what we're teaching our kids. There needs to be a plan, a purpose, you know, that scope and sequence of your plan for the kids. What are they going to know by the time they leave your ministry? But if you're dealing with low or possibly no budget, curriculum might be a problem. Now, there are cheaper options out there. There are some free options. But again, I I go back to remind you, do not sacrifice the quality for the price. Now, I'm not talking it has to have all the bells and whistles, but doctrinally, it needs to be sound. It needs to be accomplishing your purposes, lining up with um, the word of God, lining up with your church's doctrine and vision and mission statement, all of that. Plus, it doesn't hurt if it does look good, if it's formatted well, if it's professional looking. I mean, no one wants to teach from a lesson that's full of typos and bad grammar and, you know, all that. So you might reuse. Circle back to stuff after your kids have kind of aged out of that group where it's new. Maybe swap with a church, get donations, look for free ones. But then maybe you want to write your own lessons. Um, You can supplement lessons. So maybe you find a great devotion book that has the meat that you're wanting to do. Well, then you can go to places like Pinterest and find different activities and games and use your creative brain or reach out to friends on the I Love Kidman Facebook group or another children's ministry Facebook group and be like, hey, do you have a really great idea for something that will make the the story of the Good Samaritan really come alive? Or maybe you want to try writing your entire lesson or a series. Now that's a whole nother podcast. And I actually have notes. I want to do that next, next podcast, because I love writing my lessons. I'm very picky when it comes to my lessons. Um, I know what I want them to accomplish. I know what works for my kids and my particular makeup. So I write a lot of my own lessons, but lesson writing isn't for everyone. And we're going to talk about that on the next podcast. So definitely if you have an interest in writing, stay tuned. I'm going to try to make sure that it's posted um, much faster than this unfortunate delay with this this issue. But Kidman, it's fun. It's exciting. And sometimes we need stuff. But if you are on a budget or no budget, you can still have an awesome children's ministry. Your kids won't be missing out. You just got to get creative. So I hope these ideas help you. If you have any questions, if you need a little more um, ideas or directions, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on Facebook. You can head over to my website, amberpike.org. And I would love to hear what are you doing 
to lead your children's ministry well on a budget. And I want you to remember, Kidman leaders, what you do matters. Thank you.